Hi, this is Diane. And this is Kelly of the History Goes Bump podcast. We are in our 10th year of production for the podcast. And we can say without reservation that no other podcast has covered as many haunted locations as we have. We prove that history isn't boring. It's terrifying. Find History Goes Bump wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it spooky. It's worse in here. It's so bad. Welcome to the Activity Continuous Podcast. We are your hosts. This is Amy. And this is Megan. Thanks for joining us again. This week, Amy is recapping the Dead Files episode called The Obsession. It's from Season 5, Episode 5, and it originally aired May 30th of 2015. There are a lot of fives in this. Five, there five, are. May 5, 30, 2015. Yeah, because May is five also. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Vivian fucking Pickles. God damn it, Vivian Pickles. Well, uh, this was chosen because Lily, our listener, recommended an episode. And we, I watched it mm-hmm. earlier this week. And I was like, yeah, no. It was all about child death. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the kind you could just ignore. like. Yeah. Like in the background? Yeah, like, like oh, a child died in 1850. It wasn't like that. It was the client had a child that died. And it basically the whole problem oh. was that she was not dealing with it. So I was like, nah, we can't do that. We can't yeah, do that. That's was, too I, much. You couldn't just leave it out, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. or barely touch on it. It was kind of the point of the whole episode. So. Yeah. I reached out to Lily and I was like, that one's going to be too tough for us. Is there another one you would like us to do? And so she gave me another episode. If you heard us talking before about what one we were going to do, that was called Evil Underground. I don't remember the numbers. Mm-mm. And um, so if you want to go watch that terribly sad and painful one, that's called Evil Underground. You, you do but, you. Yeah, do do. I, I, I had a hard time and I'm not even a kid. Person. Ooh, and you're not even a mom. Yeah. But it was, I mean, I cried. So (gasps) I was like, oh, Megan can't handle this. No, I couldn't. (laughs) So so Lily was a rock star and she pivoted. And and she gave me a new episode and it's this one and it's good. Nice. It's good. Yeah. Lily, on top of it. I know. So she wanted, she picked another one that was from Illinois because she runs a podcast called Mm -hmm. Haunted Happy Hour and they do stories from what they call the Quad Cities. Oh, yeah, in Iowa. Yeah. Well, it's part, I looked it up because I wasn't sure what it was. Even though I've listened to a couple of episodes, Mm -hmm. I didn't, um, I don't know exactly what the Quad Cities means. According to the Googs, uh, the Quad Cities is a region of the cities, a region of cities in the U.S. states of Iowa and Illinois, Davenport and Bettenforth, 
and southeastern Iowa and Rock Island, Moline, and East Moline in northwestern Illinois. Um, it's pronounced Illinois. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I apologize, all you Illinoisies. And we just lost all of our Illinois <laughs> listeners. All five. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Well, at least we still have Ireland. And we still have five. Oh, my God. Okay. Yep. We still have Ireland. Listen, if we have nothing else, right. we have Ireland. Right. So uh, Haunted Happy Hour is our promo partner for this week. Nice. Yep. Good so, old Midwestern fun. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Stick together. So, yeah. We got to stick together. So is there anything else we should talk about? Oh I don't what? think we have any milestones or anything. The uh, last episode that we did, the interview with Lance and Jennifer, mm-hmm. you guys, if you haven't heard that, go listen. Oh, um, it was, uh, it was a fun just, time. Again, they're so sweet. Yeah. And they have a lot like of good 100% stories. Like percent we would be friends with them. Like if oh, we yeah. met them. Yeah. We would yeah. be friends. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hands down. Yeah. They're super <laughs> cool. Lance and Jennifer are like, no, we wouldn't. They're like, um, yeah, <laughs> no, uh, no, no. They were the most annoying people that Super ever annoying. Super <laughs> annoying. <laughs> we're like, oh my God, we're best friends. And they're like, we don't even know you. We she don't even know you, weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> oh my she God. Go to the school. <laughs> oh, but anyway, so yeah, go listen to that, friends, if yeah. you haven't already. It's really, it's really interesting. Good one. And, it's a and, really uh, good one. I would love to have them on again. I know they have. A billion more stories. So, um, did I tell you I lost my wedding rings? No. Oh my god, found them. Good. Um, so I think what happened is Mr. Little Man got a hold of them, mm. and I was tearing my room apart. John was tearing my room apart, and I happened to just look under the bed one last time, and I saw the band that I got, and I'm like, okay, they're here, John. They're here, and so he lifted up the box spring and the mattress and that's where my wedding band was wow. between the bed frame and the mattress what the box I, I don't know no no how's that possible I, really good question i would like to know the answer i mean well. even if the kid got a hold of him it's not like he'd be able to stuff them in there could he he has tiny hands yeah but isn't that heavy <laughs> How would you get in there i have no clue but that's where it was that's bizarre i know and then in my mind, I'm thinking, of course, I'm like, okay, what if I'm being haunted? You know how they take stuff and yeah, then put it back. Exactly. That's what so I was in thinking. In my mind, I'm like, okay, am I being haunted? And they've just taken it. I mean, but that no. seems more plausible than a child putting the rings in there, to be honest. And that's where they were. Yeah, I know. Wow. I know. I, wow. I know. Um, that reminds me. My, I was telling Jackie, my stepmom, about mm-hmm. our our uh, visit to the psychic, oh, and yeah. how my dad showed up, mm-hmm. and she said that she uses him to find missing items in the house. When she loses something, <laughs> she just says, "Okay, Alan, help me find it. Where is it?" Mm-hmm. And then it I usually, it. sometimes it happens right away. Sometimes it's a couple of days. It comes to her, and uh, and she figures out where it is. I love it. Isn't that cute? Yeah, that's really adorable. Um, oh, I also wanted to tell you about my dinner tonight. So, okay. you know, it was my birthday weekend. Yes. Which is why oh, my God. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah, we're recording a day late because yesterday was my birthday. We were supposed short. to record. And uh, yeah, <laughs> day late, dollar short. That's me. And um, so Amy decided she wanted to celebrate, which 100% she yeah. should. 
Yeah, we normally so record on go? Monday nights. Where'd you go for dinner? Well, we went to. <gasps> Which... Did you have pad thai? No, I didn't. Um, did you have what is the thing that you have? Drunken soup, drunken noodle soup, no. drunken soup. No, I usually don't get soup. Greg does drunken gets... noodles. There's a there's a noodles drunken thing. There is a get. drunken noodles that yes, I have that gotten before. Is. I yeah. did not. Okay, what did you get? Spoiler alert: I should have. Oh no! So first of all. Uptown is a fucking wasteland. We go. It's in. Is it's it in really? the former Calhoun Square. I think it's called Seven Points Square oh, or something like yeah. that. Uh, because the the Calhoun Square uh, logo is that looks like a crown. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess it has seven points, and that's where they got that. Real creative Good thinker. Yep. So anyway, uh, the. The uh, parking ramp is like shambles. It needs to be painted. I'm like, this place is falling apart. We go in. The bar is all blocked off. It's five o'clock. Yeah. So that if any time that the bar is going to be open, so open it the should bar be five up. o'clock. It's, yeah. So, yeah, we get in. We're like, well, and there was nobody there. Like someone working, but no diners. Mm-hmm. And so they seat us and there's one server. And she had mentioned that she was the only one there and she was all flustered. And I'm like, there's not another soul in this place. Why are you flustered? (laughs) And then, so we order and Greg orders the sweet basil stir fry with shrimp. Okay. And first of all, the menu that Mm -hmm. they give you is different than the menu online. You can order online, order for mm-hmm. delivery or pickup. Mm-hmm. The dishes are all different. So the, there's like four dishes that I really like. The one I really wanted wasn't on there, but I ordered the one that I thought was the same one that they just had a different name. It wasn't. And Greg orders this, it's usually called Pad Prick Harappa <laughs> or something Pad like Prick? that. Yeah. Pad okay. Prick Harappa. And it's a Thai basil stir fry, right? Sure, sure. So he orders the basil stir fry with shrimp. And she mm-hmm. says, okay. And then I order mine where I think is the Faram Long Song, and it's not. She brings out, oh, and we ordered dumplings as an appetizer. Okay. She brings out the basil shrimp rolls, which are pieces of shrimp wrapped in egg roll wrapper and deep fried. Mm-hmm. She sets them down. I go, I don't think we ordered that. She goes, yeah, didn't you have the... The Thai basil shrimp. And Greg kind of looks at her and I go, he ordered the stir fry, the entree. The Thai basil entree with shrimp. Oh, I thought you ordered this. And then she laughs and takes it away. And I'm like, okay, first of all, why would he order a a, a fried like egg roll type appetizer as his entree? As his dinner. And if he did, why would you bring it before the actual appetizer that we ordered and if he yeah exactly if he ordered that why wouldn't she bring it with your entree right together well turns out she didn't even bring his entree with my entree because next we get the the dumplings that we ordered yeah. those were fine they're just okay frozen dumplings i, I mean how do you home. fuck those up? yeah they're they're in a they're from a uh, bag I'm yeah sure i'm sure they're from like costco or something yeah they probably are uh so we got those those are fine then she brings my entree mm-hmm. and it's not what i thought it was gonna be it's mm-hmm. fine. It was okay. It wasn't great. And then, like, oh, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes later, she brings Greg's entree. So you're basically done with your so food. I'm pretty much point. done by the time he gets his food. And mine was eh to yeah. okay. 
His was good, which okay. is funny because the last few times we have gone, it has been such a shit show. And it's always, they always fuck up his order. Well, it sounds like it was a shit show this time. It was a shit show this time too, but they got his order right. Okay. And my not. They usually they get his order wrong. Well, they did, you know, originally get his order wrong, but they got both it. of yours. But yeah, it was, uh, well, no, I, I think I got what I ordered. It's just that I wanted the thing that was mm-hmm. on the regular menu and it wasn't on the menu they gave us. I don't know. It that was place has gone downhill so much since they moved. Yeah. We will not be going back. No. And in fact, we're, this is how you know it's bad. We're sitting at the restaurant. I am Googling other Thai restaurants that we could go to in the area wow. because wow. we're not going back here. Yeah. And also, you know, Greg's dish was really good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why don't we just learn how to make that at home? Right. So we're Googling recipes for that. I mean, you already know how to make pad thai. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know if I'd be able to make it again. I mean, you made it really good for me. So I did. That might have been a one off. I don't know. That, that was could... like five that years ago. That, a long time that was ago. so long ago. It was. Because you it were was. still in the old house. Yeah. Greg was, I think he was gone. Yeah, he was on a trip. Somewhere. Yeah, you came over to have dinner and watch movies yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it turned out good. You know what I did? I took like three different recipes and I just merged them together. So I have no <laughs> idea what I actually did. I but it was pretty good. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. So but anyway, so we'll find, a new, we'll find a new Thai restaurant. Yeah. All right. So All right. Uh, the only content warning I could think of is uh, that there's there's a murder. 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 Um, there's nothing else I could think of that was okay. that we need to talk about. So. All right. Unleash the power of stories anywhere, anytime with Audible. Immerse yourself in gripping stories, insightful knowledge, and captivating characters anytime, anywhere. Audible is your library on the go. With hundreds of thousands of titles across every genre, there's a world of reading waiting for your ears. Listen while you cook, clean, or commute. Free your eyes to conquer your day all while feeding your mind. Start your 30-day free trial today and discover the joy of listening. Go to audibletrial.com slash TAC. That stands for The Activity Continues. With your free 30-day trial, you get one credit, two credits if you're a Prime member, good for any premium selection titles you like, yours to keep. You get the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. Listen all you want. No credits needed. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash TAC. Skip the shopping struggle. Get curated outfits picked by stylists who know your taste. Hey everyone, AP here and really wanted to talk to you about Wantable, which I love because I hate going to the store to try clothes on. I don't like being in the dressing rooms, the lighting's always bad, the mirrors aren't great. I'd rather try things on in the comfort of my own home. So I use Wannable to treat myself. Go in and select a style edit, have them send that to me, get surprised by the different items that might be in there. Some are outside my comfort zone, but it's funny how when I try those on, they end up being some of my most favorite items. I have a handful of items in my wardrobe right now that I have worn several times in the last couple months, and they're going to get continued use. Highly recommend you check out Wannable. Get $25 off your first order by going to theactivitycontinues.com slash Wantable. Free shipping and returns. Wantable edits your style. 
Sometimes, those with a strong attachment to a specific place during their lifetime choose to stick around, reliving moments or specific events that took place there. It all comes back to the history that was left behind. That history leaves an impression. This is the Haunted Happy Hour podcast, a show dedicated to uncorking chilling conversations about the paranormal. We're your hosts, Lily and Vanessa. We dig through the history of locations to get an understanding of why certain places are considered to be haunted, what happened there, and why. We seek to understand the reasons for encountering some sort of paranormal manifestations in certain locations while sharing our own experiences. Took some shots, Mm -hmm. everything was great. But then when I looked the second time, I was already down to 7%. I had like 50 some. Oh my gosh. Join us in our haunted lounge as we share stories about the history, hauntings, and lore throughout our hometowns across the Midwest and beyond. For those looking to find out what spooky tales lie trapped within some of America's cities and towns, join us for the next Haunted Happy Hour. We'll talk spirits, drink spirits, and sometimes even encounter spirits. I could definitely taste the the vanilla. Honestly, it's not as strong as what it smells like. I give this one two thumbs up. Okay, now that we're enjoying our drink, though, let's go ahead and talk about the stories. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you have Echo devices, an easy way to listen is just say, Alexa, play Haunted Happy Hour podcast. So we invite you to sit back, grab a cocktail, and let us introduce you to some history, mayhem, hauntings, and spirits right here on the Haunted Happy Hour podcast. Cheers! So, again, this is called The Obsessed. It is Season 5, Episode 5. Original air date, May 30th, 2015. Listener suggestion. Five, 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 five. Five, 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 five thirty, two thousand fifteen. If only it had been May 5th, that would have been just I know. icing on the cake. Oh my God, that would have been amazing. Someone dropped the ball there. Oh yeah, Someone come on. dropped the ball. Somebody at, <laughs> at the travel channel. Yeah. So this one takes place in Oregon, Illinois. I don't know if they say Oregon like they do in the state of Oregon. Right. But Oregon, Illinois. The client is Mike. He is a former mayor of Oregon, Illinois, and current owner of the Roadhouse, which is a bar. And that reminds me of restaurant. Roadhouse. I know. I put in my notes. I wonder <laughs> if Patrick Swayze shows up. <laughs> he should. I know. Aww. As a ghost, of course. Obviously. Yeah. I yeah. mean. So yeah. this is about 100 miles from Chicago. So Mike says that his experiences are he believes that this bar is haunted by a woman who was the victim of an unsolved murder. Murder. 
Yes. He hears noises, has things flying around, sees shadow figures, people are being touched, and he's losing customers. Okay. So we first see Amy. She the for her first thought is that she says she feels like she got the wind knocked out of her. And she says, there's no hope here. Bleak, Amy. Yeah, she's coming Bleak. right out the gate. So then Mike meets with Steve and says, Steve, Mike says that he bought, he bought the place in 1993 and he restored it. He showed a picture of what it looked like before and it was really ramshackle. It was just falling down. So he also was he says. compelled to do it? Well, I, I think so. I mean, we'll get there, but yeah. Okay. Um, he moved into it full time just a few years ago. Okay. He, we'll find and it out was why. a bar? It's a bar and it's a restaurant. A bar? Okay. Bar, restaurant. And it's got like a, it's a big, it's a pretty good size building, like with several different rooms. Sure. So uh, he tells Steve that there was a double, double murder near here in 1948. Okay. And he thinks that one of the victims is hunting the place. And so he has made it his mission in life to solve the murder. Why do these yeah. people make it their missions? I, and you might you might ask, is he a cop? No. 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 So he has spent over $150,000 of his own money on this mission. And as a result, he lost his home, which Jeez. is why he lives in the bar now. My God. I he assume actually, he's not married. I do not believe he's married. We did not yeah. meet a wife or a partner at all. Um, he actually even had her body exhumed. Holy shit. Yeah, he's into this. He's he's all in. So how Steve, does he even do that? I, I well, he was the mayor, so I think he has some connections, you know. Uh, that's my guess. But I, and I have to assume that none of this person's family is still alive to like Yes, they are. And we'll they let him too. exhume her? Mm -hmm. Okay. Sorry, I'm getting so, way ahead of us. Yeah, no, that's okay. So Steve basically asks, what the fuck? And he says that her spirit needs closure, and so does her family. So exhuming her is a way to get closure? Well, he wants to find out her, to see if he can figure out the murder based on the body, on oh, okay. another autopsy. So he's, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to stop because I just, every sentence out of your mouth, I have more and more questions. I know. <laughs> I well, don't know where this story is going. Okay. Okay. Well. I wasn't sure either, but so <laughs> this is the murder of Mary Jane Reed, and we'll find out more about her in a little bit. So Steve and Mike go into a room that looks like a theater, sort of. It's got rows of like velvet seats, like mm -hmm. like a movie theater seats, you know. Yeah. And he tells Steve that he saw a, a full body apparition of a woman in this room. Then we go to Amy, and she sees a woman in her 20s. She said she's really nasty and can physically harm living people. And Amy actually calls her wicked. Ooh. Amy says she doesn't like being here. The living would see a dark presence in the doorway, but that you can't see through. So not like okay. our shadow. Yeah. Um, she says there are things here and she's still trying to figure out what they are. And she and Matt like go it. into this theater type room and she says, That's worse in here. It's so bad and she says it's super dangerous and she just can't find the words she said mm -hmm. it's hard to focus on anything and matt okay. asks do you know where they came from well like hell you know they're from hell <gasps> oh 
Super. Okay. NBD. No big deal. Yeah. No big deal. No big deal. Just hell. Yep. That's it. Now, Steve is interviewing the employees and every one of them is kind of odd. Like they seem like they want to talk to him. When they when he asks them questions, they can't really answer, and they're like, hmm, "Well, I don't know. I mean, kind of like they're mm-hmm. real kind of waffly." Yeah, and he thinks that maybe they and they like cut to him, and he's like, "This is starting to piss me off." And with over twenty years in law enforcement, I know when I'm not getting a clear answer. Finally, I had enough. It, it's a little frustrating, gotta be honest with you. Sounds like something that you guys discussed ahead of time how you were going to answer things. Mm-hmm. And the woman just kind of sits there, like blinking at him. Oh, so yes, they are like. And I was like, okay, this is fucking weird. You don't fuck with Steve. Yeah, don't fuck with Steve. He thinks they are all hiding something and he is not having it. No. So now we cut to Amy and she says she feels like her mind is being erased by these things. She said that's what they do to people. She doesn't want to call them demons. She doesn't think that they are. But she hears them say we are legion, which is a demon thing. Yeah, like a legion of demons. Yeah. And what so, do you call a group of demons? A legion. <laughs> a legion. <laughs> do you know what you call a group of ferrets? No. A business. Oh, <laughs> oh cute. I love it. Okay. Sorry. Anyways. Okay. That's okay. So we've got a, yeah. a business of ferrets and a legion of demons. <laughs> a legion of demons. Yep. Oh my God. That's the name of the episode right there. <gasps> legion of demons? Yeah. Love it. Okay. Anyway. So she senses there are dead people here who want to talk to her, but these things won't let them. Now we're to Steve. He's interviewing another employee. Her name's Marge. And I love her. Marge. Marge. <laughs> she has earring hoops, size of softballs. They're like, her earrings are like, yeah. and then her hair, good six inches closer to God. <laughs> uh, she sees shadow figures. She feels something has followed her home. No. Yeah. She tells a story about how she was laying in bed and hands were crawling and scratching up on the bedspread from the bottom of the bed toward her. And at one point they just grabbed the covers and yanked them and threw them off. Excuse me. I know. It sounds like something out of a movie, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's hard for me to imagine that actually happening in real life. I would shit the bed. Right? Shit it. Just shit it. a big old pile of food right in the middle <laughs> of the bed. And then the demons would be like, oh my God, you're smelly. And they'd leave. <laughs> hey. <laughs> It might Wait work. a second. <laughs> I think you might be onto something. <laughs> if exorcisms don't work, yeah. have we Just tried diarrhea? Have we tried it? Just <laughs> throwing it out there. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Oh, dear. Maybe these monkeys flinging poop are onto something. Oh, my gosh. Maybe. Okay. So her All bed's. Right covers are getting yeah so her bed covers go flying off and so she as she's telling steve about it he's like i can see that you're upset and he grabs her hand and she is trembling like literally trembling steve you're so sweet yeah he's sweet does he hug her no i don't think he i don't think he hugged her no i don't think so i feel like he maybe in the other episode he may have hugged the the lady who's Mm -hmm. the lady the client in the other episode because I seem to remember that I saw Steve hug somebody recently, and I was like, "Oh, Mel- Megan would be really jealous." Yeah, I would but, be jealous. Um, yeah, but no, if I don't. If you ever meet him, first thing I'm going to do is go in for a hug, <laughs> and he's going to be like, "Please don't, please don't." <laughs> I'll be me. like, "Shh, shh, <laughs> shh. Just, let it <laughs> just let it go. Just wrap your big bare arms around me." <laughs> His wife will be like, "Excuse me, um, ma'am, could you lay off my husband, please?" <laughs> 
Okay, so they go to Amy, and she is telling Matt that some of these people follow people home. Matt asks if they come back here or if they just stay with the people. And she says she thinks they stay there. They're, they don't come back. Oh, God. So that means there must be a bunch of them, right, if they're yeah, leaving. Well, there's a and there's legion. still a bunch of them there. Yeah. There's a legion. Yeah. So Matt asks if they are physical with people, and she says yes, but they also influence people. Suggestions being put into people's minds. This is how they influence whispering into your mind. I want to get physical. Physical. <laughs> oh, Livy. Yeah. She said they're working on her. They're making her feel like she wants to hurt people. Amy? Yeah. Oh my god. She feels like she wants to hurt people and she's yeah. getting and she ke- and they're they're erasing her mind too. Mm-hmm. She said um that the living here have done bad things after they've left this place. Which then I was thinking maybe that's why they're all zipping their lips about stuff because uh-huh. they don't want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So then Matt asks, "Well, what did they want?" They being meaning the things. Yeah. And Amy says, "Chaos and destruction." Very demonic. Yeah. So then Steve's now on the road and he is telling us that he doesn't trust civilian investigators. To Steve, I say, please watch Don't Fuck With Cats. And you yeah. might change your oh, mind. Uh, body moving? Yeah. Please. Because if I go she, missing, I want her on the case. I want her on the case. 100%. Yeah. Call body moving. Yep. That's right. I love that name, by the way. I know. I do, too. Because <laughs> I don't know how many times I saw it in writing and did I didn't uh-huh. ever translate it to, to body, body moving. moving. Yeah. But I think it's a Beastie Boy lyric. Is it? I think that's where she got it from. Okay. okay. Yeah. Either yeah. way, who cares? Yeah. She's that was a bomb. tough film to watch, but. I um, honestly fast forwarded through 90% of the first episode. I couldn't. Well, I couldn't yeah. Watch anything it. with the actual. Uh, I don't even want to speak believe his they name. Showed. But the guy that they're talking about. What was his name again? Oh, Luke. Yeah. Oh, God. And his mom. Oh, my God. Girlfriend. What a piece of work. Denial. They are cruising down denial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she is on a floaty raft just yep. on that river yep. because. Yeah. Ugh, that was a tough also, one. Also, why would you show the, the, the video? Yeah, I know. Netflix. Yeah. Why? Yeah. That didn't need did to not happen. need to see it. No, they could easily have scrubbed They could that. easily have just told us what the video was. Yeah. And we would have been like, oh, my God, that's awful. Well, I first heard that story. We're getting off on a. I know the rails here, but my fault. I brought it up, but I first heard that story on um, Sword and Scale back when I was listening to that podcast, and I so I had already heard the yeah heard the video, which Mm -hmm. you know the sound is what's bad because you really can't see anything. You heard? I'm not talking about the cat part. I'm talking about the murder. Oh, okay. I was like, see, I immediately went to the cat part. Yeah. Oh, the cat part. Yeah, that was awful, and that. Yeah, they did not need to show that, but, um, but yeah, that so the murder. Uh, I'd already heard that video, and it was that was another one I think where I was crying on the bus while I was listening to it. Yeah, like, that, uh, I don't think I need to listen to this podcast anymore <laughs> for so many reasons. <laughs> for so many reasons. There's a whole new set whole, of reasons. Oh, God. well, they're not new anymore, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, uh, back to our story. Back to our story, and now back to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> <laughs> At least we're going to try. We, yeah. So Ain't anyway, yeah. So now Steve's going to go talk to a retired detective who has the case file. His name is Bill Vallant. 
mm-hmm. and Bill Tesla's The Murder Story. So June 24th, 1948, Mary Jean Reed and Stanley Skirdla go on Nailed a date. It. It's <laughs> thanks. It's their first date. Mary Jean. Can I go on on a limb and oh. say, I'm going to guess that Stanley killed Mary because he made sexual advances to her and she said no. You'd be wrong, I'm happy to say. I love it when I'm wrong about stuff like this. Yeah. Okay. But, however, yeah, oh. we'll get there. Okay. Um, so Mary Jean is a 17-year-old girl who worked as a switchboard operator. They didn't say that in the show. I found that out later. Um, okay. Stanley was 28 and was a former Navy CB. I'm sorry. That's quite the age gap. That is quite an age gap. And the article I read later about this said that she had a lot of boyfriends and she did not have any problem dating older men. And we're going to find out about that in a sec, too. Oh, good for her then. So uh, they met up at a place called Alexander's Log Cabin. They ran into a man named Willard Burright. Oh, A.K.A. Is okay? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Headlong. Headlong, they ran into him. Just uh, plowed right into that. Actually, everybody bitch. would have been a lot better off had they done that. Um, yeah, I, would, anyway. I was assuming he was not going to be the hero of our story. He is not the hero of our story. His name is okay. Willard Burright, a.k.a. Jiggs. And if you want to take a look at the pictures, there's a picture. All right. I was just wondering. Okay. He's a real find... cutie. Jiggs. And All by right, that, I mean not. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Okay. That's actually the same face Amy made when she saw his picture. <laughs> And I put that picture in the drive too, and I'll put that in our socials. Okay, so anyway, Jiggs. So he's the town sheriff, and apparently Mary Jean was having an affair with him. But you, I'm not buying it. She was 17, he was 42, and let's just say she could find cuter guys, right? You know, I, maybe I don't know. But anyway, he sees her with this navy guy, and he starts trying to get her to leave with him. She refuses. They fight. She slaps him. Mm-hmm. And she and Stanley leave. Okay. They go to a place called the Sten House, which is now the Roadhouse, our client's place. Roadhouse. They pull up. Uh, he gets out of the car for just a moment. This witnesses Stanley does? The, see them. Uh, Stanley, yeah, gets out of okay. the car. And for some reason, he jumps right back in the car and they drive off. Okay. And they are driving towards Lover's Lane. Uh-huh. They are never seen again, but witnesses do notice a car following them with two men in it. The next day, Stanley's body was found in a ditch with multiple gunshot wounds, chest, groin, arm, abdomen, and back, and one went directly through his heart. So the chest and the arm, or the arm makes me think it was a defense, like he was putting his hand up. Yeah, that could be. To like maybe block him. The groin, ooh. Yeah, that's a... That's that's a message. Yep, it sure is. That's a, you know... That's definitely that's a jealousy thing, or that's a message like. sending shot. If I ever saw one, that's right. I've never seen a shot, but I'm guessing. Yeah. So these were all done with a 32 caliber revolver. Okay. A few days later, Mary Jean's body was found naked, a mile away from Stanley's. Her cause of death was single gunshot wound to the base of the skull, also with a 32 caliber revolver. So execution style, really. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um. Now Amy is in the basement and she sees three people, a man, a woman, and another man. The female has brown curly hair, 
she says the female has dark oh, curly hair. Oh, she was so cute. Yeah, she was cute. I mean, not that that makes any difference. No, but. I know. But yeah, she was a cutie. Mm-hmm. So Amy says the female has dark, uh, has brown curly hair and they look scared. Amy hears she's up to no good. She says the female and one of the males are victims who died either at the same time or very close together. She feels something hitting her in the back and she feels like a stabbing feeling in her neck, Mm. her neck, her chest and her back. And she feels Mm. like her throat is being crushed in the female. She feels pain in the neck and the back where she was shot. Yep. So Steve uh, is, but we're back to Steve and Bill talking and Uh, There was no arrest made, Bill says, and Steve asks why. Well, guess why? Because Jiggs is the mayor. Jiggs is not. No, Jiggs is the mayor. He's the sheriff. Oh, sheriff. He was the sheriff. And maybe I didn't say that before. I apologize if I didn't say that. He was the sheriff. He was the detective leading up the investigation. Oh, sure. sure, That makes a lot of sense when you put uh, when you allow the uh, main suspect suspect to be the um, investigation. Investigation. Yeah. So. Uh, Bill says that all evidence they found relating to him was circumstantial. Steve asks about the other two guys in the car. And Bill says, well, one a guy uh, named Harry DeShazo mm-hmm. showed up at the sheriff's office and tried to confess. He said he and his brother Perry, which I thought was cute, Harry and Perry, um, <laughs> they were going to rob Mary Jean. Maybe their Stan. real names were Harold and Harold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Peril. Love it. Okay, so Harry tries to confess. So Harry and Perry were going to rob Mary Jean and Stanley, but it went bad, and Perry shot them. Steve asked why the sheriff just sat on that, and Bill just kind of goes, Yeah. Wouldn't you think he'd want to blame someone else? Right. That was my first thought. Until I thought about it a little bit more. But anyway, back to Amy. She says three people might be involved. She sees a man holding a double barrel shotgun, but they were killed with a revolver. Yeah. They're trying to tell her what happened and she's listening, but then she goes, oh, fuck. And then no, 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 no. She grabs her head. Oh. You okay. No, 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 no. That's never a good sign. Mm-mm. So. Now we're now Steve has found Mary Jean's brother still okay. alive. He was only six at the time of, the, of her, her death. And Steve goes to talk to him. His name's Warren Reed. And mm-hmm. he broke my heart. Okay. Steve's talking to him about Mary Jean. And he very shakily says, Mary Jane kind of was my pride and joy. And she took very good care of me. Oh. And I was just like, <laughs> clearly he is still hurting. He's so emotional. Of course. He's like, his lip is quivering and everything. I mean, sweet. you don't get over the death of somebody. You just learn no. to live with it. Right. And, uh, you know, he was only six at the time, but he mm-hmm. must have been so close to her. Yeah. You know, that. And they had an older brother, too. I read this. This wasn't in the episode. I read it later that um, they had an older brother who was supposed to get married in a couple of days and she was supposed to be a bridesmaid in the wedding. And so they had to postpone the wedding. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, he believes it was Jiggs, the sheriff. He says that Jiggs used to drive over to the house and just sit outside in his car and stare at the house. Super. Yeah. He said Jiggs was obsessed with her and really jealous. He would get really upset if he saw her with another guy. He doesn't say that they were dating or that they were having any kind of affair, just that 
Jiggs was he obsessed was with six. her. I mean, how would he have right. known? He probably wouldn't know that. But I would think that the family would have talked about it later. You yeah, know? maybe. Oh, true. Good point. However yeah. many years. But um, anyway, oh, so Warren remembers when two detectives came to the house and told his mom that she had been murdered. They were standing at the door. He was holding her hand. Her knees buckled and she almost fell. One of the cops grabbed her. She ended up going to a state hospital for some time, mental hospital. And when she got out, she wasn't herself at all. And I I'm wondering if imagine. she was just pumped full of drugs. She probably was. Probably was. He showed a picture of the parents and Steve said, oh, your mother looks so sad. And then he said, oh, you're, actually, your father does too. And they do. They look oh. so sad. Well, yeah. I mean, how do you come back from that? Yeah. I can't. I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah. I mean, this is, back from sorry, me. another child death, but she was 17. She wasn't a yeah. baby. But yeah. anyway, when his mother was dying, she asked Warren to find out who killed her daughter. And he promised mm-hmm. he would try. Mm-hmm. So he is actually okay with Mike doing all this because he wants okay, it to happen to him. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's okay. part of what Mike was all about. He was like, you know, her poor brother needs some closure and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so Amy says the dead here aren't allowed to speak and really the living aren't either, which is why the employees were so evasive. Mm-hmm. And she says these evil things, she actually called them fuckers, are trying to maintain control and keeping everybody here. And she says mm-hmm. they're going to make it bad for them. So now we go to the sketch. She says she's going to sketch the woman in the basement who was murdered. Mm -hmm. I wish that she had drawn all three of them. Yeah. Or drawn like what she saw because she said she saw them all sitting there hunched down together. I wish I wish she had drawn a scene. Maybe she did and it just didn't make it to the end. But so now we're at the reveal. At the reveal are Mike and Marge with the big hair and the big earrings. Marge, six inches to gone. Yep. <laughs> so after after uh, Lance and Jennifer talked about the reveal and how they weren't allowed to talk to Amy, so that's not to distract her, I yeah. was closely watching. And you could see when they when Steve introduced, you could see Amy just sizing them up and like looking at them. And I mean, I've noticed that before, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize. I thought she was just looking at like their auras or something. Yeah. But um, I was thinking maybe she's looking at they have dead loved ones. Around. Around them. Like mm-hmm. like they did with Jennifer. Mm-hmm. So Amy first talks about the basement and how the three people were hunched down, the woman and two men. She told them that the woman and the man died very close together. They cut to ski- Steve and he just chuckles under his breath and shakes his head like, mm-hmm. here she goes again. Here she goes. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, here so- <laughs> she goes again on her own. All right. <laughs> so Steve says that he has an idea who these are. And he shows mm-hmm. a picture of Mary Jane and Stanley. Yep. And when Steve asks if Mary Jane is is who she saw, she says, Well, I had a sketch drawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a headshot. I don't know. It, yeah, I yeah. see it. Okay. So that's I, her. 100%. Do you think so? I don't really think it looked like her, but I figured it it is it's because the eyes. Look at the okay. eyes. Okay. The eyes are a dead giveaway. Okay. The lips too. Yeah, it just, the, I don't know, the hair look, I don't know. Maybe she the had her hair pulled back. Yeah. But I think it's her. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I think, I, I definitely think that the the spirit is her. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I just don't think the photo really looks like her. But maybe that's yeah. just, uh, maybe that's the artist more than anything else. But anyway, <laughs> drop the ball. Mm hmm. So, uh, is yeah. that the only sketch she had done? Yeah, there was only the one sketch. Mm-hmm. So she says again, like she did to us with the women, she with the woman, she gets neck pain. With the man, she gets back pain. 
Mm-hmm. She feels him falling and hitting his face on gravel. Ooh. So he wasn't killed in the house. She said he was killed yeah. outside somewhere. Um, Steve asks if she knows who killed them. And she said the female indicated that it was two males. Okay. So Steve tells Harold. Yeah. Harold and Harold. <laughs> so Steve tells the story of Jiggs and shows her the photo of him. And Amy uh-huh. says, Oh, and then when Steve asks, or Steve says that he was rumored to be having an affair with Mary Jean, that's what Amy's face. Huh? <laughs> same Amy. I, I know. I'm like, I just even wrote in my notes. I'm like, same Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Steve says the results of the recent autopsy say she was likely decapitated. And Amy says, oh, my God. Um, questions with that. The neck thing. But then wouldn't that would have been in the news? A hundred percent that would if if they well, had found a woman's body decapitated, that would have been in the news. Don't you think there's somebody in charge who could have suppressed that? Oh fuck, you're right. Yeah. Listen, when you're right, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, Steve he, mm. <laughs> So Steve thinks the murder is Perry of Harry and Perry or Harold and Harold. And, and <laughs> Amy says Amy says what we're all thinking. Is it possible that this was orchestrated by him? And she points to Jiggs. Yeah. And she says, cops know what they're doing. But she did say she's puzzled why why she would hear someone say she's up to no good though. Well, because in that time, if she was dating many guys, she's a slut. Well, and what if what if what she was hearing is Jiggs saying that? Yeah, you know. Also, he, I don't believe women, and we don't believe women who date many men are sluts. I right, just right, right, right. That's no. what the time says. You do you do whatever you want. Yeah, be so, free, man. Yeah, so she talks about the things uh, mm-hmm. showing themselves as shadows. She said people lose control over themselves, and it affects their memories and can erase minds. Music Steve then lose control. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to suppress your song. You go right ahead. I know. Listen, everything for me is a song. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's. Mm. Yeah. So Steve then tells her about how the employees were so evasive and he thought they were lying. And Amy says, you thought they were trying to manipulate you, right? And Steve says, yeah. And she says, wouldn't a cop want to make another cop think that if they were trying to throw you off the trail? Damn. I know. I was like, (gasps) I actually got chills. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You were so right. And Steve went, yeah. So she goes on to say that the entities are telling her that some of the people can follow people home. These are not the things that are going home with Mm -hmm. people. Thank God. Thank Mm -hmm. God. I know. Um, And but these whoever is going home with people can cause huge problems and people could become possessed. The P word. So then Marge tells Amy about the time in bed when the covers were pulled off of her. But this time she says it happened while she was waking from a dream. Uh She didn't mention that before or she did. Uh It was cut. So Uh I don't I don't know. Maybe it could have been a dream. But. Anyway, Amy said she kept hearing we are legion, which is a demonic thing, but it just wasn't adding up to her. So she's not convinced it's real demons. Yeah. She thinks it's the cop, mm-hmm. the sheriff, because again, he's, throwing him off the trail. Yep. Because he's been manipulating people. Mm-hmm. So Amy says she wants Mike to take, she actually word, she actually used the word demand. She wants Mike to demand that Mary Jean and Stanley go home with him. I think she forgot he lives at the bar. <laughs> and then they'll move on. Okay. Steve asks if 
Mary Jean knows all that Mike has done for her. And Amy says, oh, absolutely. You're her hero. Oh. It might actually make it a little harder for her to go. Yeah. Yeah. She get attached to him. Yeah. Especially if she's like, you know, I don't know if ghosts can do this, but, you know, when you're young and you romanticize people. Well, and she was 17. 17. Yeah. So I'm sure she's, if a ghost could romanticize, I would bet she's romanticizing him. Yeah. She probably, well, we know that uh, in Lance and Jennifer's story, that ghost became obsessed with or Mm -hmm. fell in love with Lance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminds me of another thing before I get to the very end here. Um, remember how we were confused about the ghost in their story as being, it, it, I think in his blog, he called her Emma or Etta. Mm-hmm. Etta. Her name was, was Etta. Etta. But I, wear, I swear that part in the blog, her name was Emma. Too. Maybe I got that part wrong. But anyway, Etta, her name was Etta Davis. And then I was like, so is Etta... Ed yeah, you texted what? me that. You yeah. thought Ed could be her. Yeah, and I was like, maybe initials. Ed is at a Davis. Davis. Initials. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. You texted that. Okay. You're so smart. Wow. This is why you're I in charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know. If and that's I true. just come up with Harold and Perold. So. Yeah. No, I love it. <laughs> that's better. So now she wants a, a holy man to come in and to get rid of Jigs. Mm-hmm. She says he has a root fear of religion. And that's why a holy man would work for mm-hmm. this. Any religion? Uh, she didn't. Yeah, she didn't say. I would assume any religion. Yeah, any, 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 probably Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, she she said he's doing all of this because he's afraid that if he moves on, it will be to hell, and yeah. he's scared. Well, shouldn't be As a bad he, person. Yeah, I shouldn't have murdered people. Yeah, don't be bad. Just be a good person. That's right. So it ends with Mike followed all of Amy's advice and the activity has decreased. That's good. Yeah. Not stopped, but not decreased. stopped. So I, and maybe the activity won't ever stop there. Maybe not. Well, and I'm also wondering if he really wants it to, <laughs> he probably doesn't because what if, I mean, if that stops, then what's his purpose? Right. That, that's, that's his, his life's mission his is to mis- solve this murder. And if, and, if he gets it going, if he figures it out, yeah. then what? Then he has nothing. Yeah. I have nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, so, so I do believe the end said he is still trying to solve her murder. And I'm like, didn't we, we just solve her murder? We, Mike, were you paying attention? Did you watch the episode? It's Harold and Harold and Jigs. That's right. ABC. So. Bada bing, bada boom, you're done. Yep. But so, like you said, maybe he just doesn't want to solve it. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I mean, I think he thinks he does, but in his heart, he doesn't. He doesn't want to give up that his mm-hmm. life's purpose or whatever, right? Because then we'll have to find a new purpose. That's right. All-purpose flower. <laughs> <laughs> there, I did find an article. I found a bunch of stuff, and I'll put it on the show notes. But I did find an article that said, um, "quote uh, still, he has found a way to keep the memory of the ill-fated couple alive. He started a foundation in Reed's name, and his roadhouse, part bar and restaurant, part museum, part tourist destination for ghost hunters. It's a lot of parts. Features images of the slain teenager as part of the decor. Nice. Well, that's good. Maybe, a, you know, just to honor her. Yeah. And recognize that she was alive and she did, she right. did live. Yeah. And... You know, her life was cut short, but she had a life. Yeah. 
I wonder if there were other pictures of her from like yearbooks or something that he could find. There was. Uh, Actually, he has a section on his website dedicated to her. And I got some of the pictures that I have that I I pulled her from there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think there was anything like yearbook stuff. Yeah. Not that much further back, but there was some other pictures of her. They're all in the drive if you want to look at them. So that's that story. Thank you, Lily, for suggesting. Yes, thank you, Lily. Gosh, our our listeners, they have good ones. I know. I know. We have awesome listeners. We do. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And next week, I think we're going to take a little break because Megan and I need to get it's really buckled down in research on this uh, holiday special. Yeah. Halloween special. Halloween special. That's the word. Um, I mean, Halloween's a holiday. Some people might think Halloween's a holiday. I I do. But but usually when you say holiday, you mean uh, mean the December holidays. Christmas. Yeah. My favorite holiday is Thanksgiving because I can just stuff my face. Eat, eat. I know. It's a food holiday. I like to eat. Yeah. As long as you don't think about, you know, the first Thanksgiving, I think we're okay. You know what? Let's not. Let's not. Uh, I just consider it a food holiday. Like I, like I was telling my my new coworker, mm-hmm. I'm like I don't, um, I, I I celebrate Christmas, but mm-hmm. I celebrate Santa Christmas. So yeah, yeah, I just celebrate food, Thanksgiving, <laughs> and giving thanks for you know food things in my life and food. Yeah, mostly food. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what are we so, thankful for? I'm thankful for mashed potatoes and gravy. <laughs> oh my god, star all of the, the gravy. Table. All the gravy. Yes. Everybody just give me the gravy. Just yep. give me the mashed potatoes and gravy, and that's yep. what I'm gonna eat. Yep. I'm like I'm like um Gollum with the ring, except I'm with the gravy. I precious. And why shouldn't I have the mashed potatoes? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've earned them. <laughs> I rode the treadmill. I'm on the elliptical. <laughs> <laughs> While you're eating the mashed potatoes. Yeah, exactly. On the that <laughs> is working out smarter, Sweet. not harder. Exactly. Kill two birds, one stone. Bingo. Anyway, so uh, we yeah, might be silent plan. next week. And then um, we're just going to really buckle down and get some mm-hmm. research done and get the episode written, recorded in the can. And then we'll probably do one more episode that Megan will cover. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking episode 13. or Season, season 13, 13, episode five. Okay. And, and that was a random generated episode and okay. season. Sweet. Okay. And then um, and then after that, we'll probably do one more episode. Mm-hmm. Do something fun together. Yeah. Maybe an interview. Maybe we're not sure yet. We're yeah. again, like we said last week, flying by the seat of our pants. That's how we. That's how we roll. How we roll or so, fly. I mean, you know, like when we were at the psychic and she was saying that, you know, that I'm I'm a planner and I need to get mm-hmm. out of my rut and all our routine and all this. I'm like, yeah, I'm a planner. I plan everything out, and then when it comes time to do it, I go, I don't want to do that. Let's do something <laughs> completely different. Which is what I did last night. When yeah. uh, and Megan so graciously said, "That's fine. You can, we can record tomorrow." It's great because I actually went to bed right after <laughs> I put my son to bed because it was just a long weekend. For, yeah. We went to the family reunion and we oh. just all needed to catch up on sleep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It turns out I st- totally could have recorded last night. We went out. We had a couple of drinks. We had dinner. Mm-hmm. I got home by eight o'clock. I was totally fine. So I could have. I could have <laughs> recorded, but it's it's well, okay. 
It's okay. It was I'll your do. birthday. Was you needed birthday. to just celebrate and relax. Right. I did. And do you. And you did. Yep, I did. Fell asleep watching TV. I did. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Okay. So. All right. We are. We'll sign off for this week. And yep. we will see y'all in maybe a couple of weeks. We might yes. release a little. A little. How do you a do? A little in smattering. The yeah. Yeah. Just so you don't miss us too yeah, much. Yeah. We don't want you to miss us too much. We don't want you to forget about us. Oh, God, no. No. God, no. Okay. Although, how could you forget right. about us? Come on. Come on. All right. Well, thanks right. for listening, everybody. Yep. Yep. Thank Bye, you. Guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Activity Continues podcast. We really appreciate you giving us your ears for a bit. Please reach out if you have a suggestion for which episode of The Dead Files we should cover next, or if you have a spooky story you'd like us to share on the show. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com or through our website or any of our socials. Links are all in the description of the show. Please feel free to drop us a note and say hi. And join us next time when The Activity Continues. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media and is part of the Independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the BooPod Network of Super Cool Podcasts. Nailed it. This is just a disclaimer and sort of warning about this podcast. The Activity Continues podcast is in no way affiliated with The Dead Files, its production company, or any of its distributors. We are simply fans that love the show and love to talk about it and dissect it and, yes, make fun of it. But we do love it. And all of the opinions expressed herein are ours alone and have nothing to do with The Dead Files or any of its cast, crew, production, or distributors. And we swear. Enjoy.